Lord, because that's all we can do. Because you're worthy to be exalted, Lord God. It doesn't matter what's going on with elections and plagues and wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and shakings and a world that's in turmoil. That doesn't matter, God. You are still God. And we choose to trust in you today, Lord. So we put all our faith and all our trust in you this morning, God. And I pray that you would lift the heaviness uh, off of your people, Lord God. Lift fear, Lord. Uh, lift uh, paranoia, God. Uh, lift whatever needs to be lifted, Lord God. I, I pray that you would push back the, the wickedness of this plague that is trying to control uh, uh, church and church attendance and our feelings and all these other things, God. So I pray that you would lift that off of your church, Lord God, and that we would submit to you and surrender and be obedient to you in all areas, Lord. Right now is truly the time of obedience for your house, God. So we choose to surrender this morning and to submit, God. We choose, Lord God, to follow your way, not our way, Lord. So I pray, Lord God, I know that I have lots of thoughts running through my mind, Lord God, lots of things that I want to share today, Lord, and things that you've shown me, God, and, and messages and all this other stuff, God. But whatever comes out today, I want it to be you, Lord. That's what's most important. I want it to be relevant, God, and I want it to be something that's life-changing to us, Lord God, encouraging, Lord, and, and this is a time of revelation, Lord. So I pray that you, Father, would speak to us. I open up myself to you. I pray that you would take every thought in my mind captive, Lord God. Cleanse my mind. Cleanse my heart, Lord. Anoint my lips, God. Open up my spiritual eyes of understanding. Open up my ears, Lord God. The spiritual ear. Let me hear, Lord God, in the inner place, Lord, that you would be glorified, magnified, and exalted, God. And I just thank you that what is taking place right now has to happen. The things that are going on have to happen. If we know the Bible, Lord, and we know your word, then we know that what's taking place now is you've allowed it, and not only allowed it, but you've spoken to us about it, and you've prepared us for these times. So I, I know that it's not over, Lord. So prepare us for the things to come, and let us not take our service to you lightly, God. And let us have more fear of you than we have of some plague, some virus, uh, uh, the unsure things that are going on in this nation, Lord. Because ultimately, we belong to you. So we offer up ourselves to you today as living sacrifices that we would be holy and pleasing, set apart for your honor and for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. So I was, uh, I was asleep the other day, the other night, and, uh, and I just, you know, the Lord gave me this passage, and, uh, and it makes lots of sense to me. One thing that I do know is uh, Tuesday is, is, of course, we have... You know, is our final day for voting. I'm not sure that uh, that we'll have clarity that day as far as who the winner is. You know, through everything that's going on, 
But I do know one thing, no matter what, no matter what the outcome is, this nation is still divided. And, and, and that is very uh, concerning to me. So we see the division and we see changes coming about and we see things being stirred up and, and so forth. But I was uh, just, uh, you know, as, I, as, I, as the Lord woke me up to this passage, I'll just read it. And, and this, the, the context behind this, this is in Deuteronomy. You can turn there if you want to. If not, that's fine. You can write it down or whatever. And I just want to welcome everybody that watches, uh, you know, through our uh, live stream. And it's a blessing having you. Uh, hopefully someday I'll meet some of you, many of you. If not, I'll see you uh, at the party in heaven. Amen. So here was Moses, is the context. Moses is already uh, on his way out, you know, and, and uh, he knows it, and he calls together the leadership of the nation. He's talking to them, and, and uh, you know, he's, he's speaking to God's people, and he's letting them know really, you know, the, uh, what God's expectations are. And, uh, and at this time, He's, he's, uh, this is in a song that Moses is singing to them. He's, the Bible says that he knows already that, that, that the nation's going to fail. He knows already that the nation's going to backslide. So he's giving them warning on the, the consequences of backsliding and, and, uh, and the consequences of turning away from the Lord. So he's, he's, uh, he wrote a song about that, and I'm going to read part of that song. It's in uh, Deuteronomy 32, and I will start with uh, verse uh, 28. And uh, this is what the Lord showed me. He says, um, "There is, uh, is everybody there yet?" Uh, he says, "They are a nation without sense. There is no discernment in them." If only they were wise and would understand this and discern what their end will be. How could one man chase a thousand or two put ten thousand to flight unless the rock had sold them out? So he's saying here, you know, it's, it's God that allows certain things. But he allows things because of the heart of man. So because of the heart of man, you know, we're going to see things take place, but... Because of the heart of a Christian, he will see us through. No matter what the outcome will be for a nation or for, for, for anything or any man or even this world, God will see his people through because he always has. And we have nothing to be insecure about. Hey, worry is, seems to be uh, uh, come natural to many, but I encourage you not to worry because things are going to play out whether we worry or not. How, may, how much... Time have we spent worrying really about something that never even really happened? <laughs> so he'll allow what he allows for the rock 
is not like our rock, as even our enemies concede. Their vine comes from the vine of Sodom and from the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are filled with poison and their clusters with bitterness. And their wine is the venom of serpents, the deadly poison of cobras. I have not kept this in reserve and sealed in my vaults. It is mine to avenge. I will repay in due time, uh, for their foot will slip. Um, their day of disaster is near, and their doom rushes upon them. The Lord will judge his people and have compassion on his servants. There will always be compassion through repentance, okay? When he sees their strength is gone and no one is left slave or free, he will say, now where are their gods? The rock they took refuge in, the gods who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offerings. Let them rise up and help you. Let them give you shelter. See now that I myself am he. There is no God besides me. I put to death and I bring to life. I have wounded and I will heal and no one can deliver out of my hand. So, you know, basically is what he's, what he's saying here is, is, is though many search, uh, even the church, uh, you know, in places and, and other places as far as their source is concerned, we still, <clears throat> those of us that, that, um, that have known the goodness of God can always come back to a place of surrender and submission. And there's a big distraction. The church has been distracted for years. I've talked about it for years. It's not like, so now through all this, uh, I mean, how could something so small take control of a whole world in, in probably a, a, a world that, that prides itself so much in, in knowledge and, and, uh, and, and how smart we are and even, even figuring out God and figuring out the things of God, but yet we can't figure out how to stop a plague from consuming the whole world, not just a nation. And I just started thinking, I can't say this is God or not God, but I'm going to say it anyways, because it's a thought. And it's a thought that hopefully activates a faith response from the church. But I started thinking about, well, there's, I mean, obviously, now fear has gripped the church. There's a vaccination coming. Okay? I want to tell you that right now. There is a vaccination coming. And, and I'll tell you, I, I got to say something that, I mean, I'm not really concerned about vaccinations because most of us in here have been immunized or vaccinated already from whatever, different things when we were kids. Uh, it, it's not, it's not the, the, the vaccination that I, I mean, or the vaccine that I started thinking about, but I started when I, I said, I thought, Lord, what is this? But, but it, was, it was more uh, the tracking. <laughs> it's not the vaccination. It's the tracking. So I thought, okay, well, you know, obviously, and, I, and I'm just going to say it because it's going to happen. There's a vaccination coming. You're going to want to vaccinate us. Uh, now, I'm not saying anything one way or the other. But what I'm saying is no matter what, there's going to be something that's created to track those that have been vaccinated and those that have not been vaccinated. So what this means, and then I was, I, I thought, well, you know, and like I say, I'm not telling you that. But we all, do we agree that there's a vaccine, a vaccine coming? Okay, we know there is. So the tracking is, again, my concern. So I started thinking about, about things, and, and uh, 
it, these are just thoughts, you know. I'm not freaking out. I'm not scared. I'm not, you know, whatever. But uh, I just thought about these things. And then I was led to another scripture. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Okay, there it is. This is in Revelation. You don't have to turn there. I'll tell you where it is afterwards. He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is uh, the name of the beast, uh, of the number of his name. So, you know, I started thinking about it, and again, it's like, I can't tell you this is God or not, but, but I, it's a thought. And then I thought, okay, well, if we don't get, the, get this vaccine, are we going to still be able to go into a store? Are they going to give us a card that says that we've gotten vaccinated so we can go shopping? Are, are we going to be able to go into crowds? We go, I go into crowds with what I do for uh, entertainment as far as different places that I go, you know. And, and uh, so I'm wondering, okay, at the door, are they going to ask for a card? Are we going to have to flash these things? So I'm just saying, you know, either way, there are things that are lined up that has to take place. I'm not telling you to get a vaccine or not to get a vaccine. But, okay, so here's the flip side of that. Oh, I'm not getting a vaccine because then they'll be able to keep track of me. They're going to keep track of you if you don't get the vaccine too. <laughs> there is. There's tracking on that too. That's inevitable, you know. So the vaccine's not the issue. It's the tracking of it. So uh, just whatever that means, that means. I just know that uh, there has been something that has been set in motion right now. And really what our responsibility is is what I've been talking about already. The responsibility of the church to pray, to stand, not to be distracted, because there's a whole lot of distractions coming our way. If you're as distracted, uh, uh, because I'm going to tell you the truth, somehow people are still prospering. <laughs> you know? I'm, I, I see people, I work in construction, so I see people, they're, now, well, they're not going out or doing anything, so now they're working on their homes. And, 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 and that can sometimes be a distraction too, because... We start working on our homes, but then we start neglecting God's house. It's biblical. We see it in the Old Testament. And, and uh, uh, so what I'm saying is be careful that you get your priorities straight. You know? And, and I'll tell you one thing. God is going to protect his people. But, I mean, if you're distracted with, with, with other things and not putting God first in all things... Are you really his person? <laughs> you know? So I, I don't want to be fearful of things. I, 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 this is a very serious, this, vi this uh, plague virus is a very, very serious thing. I know it is. I just can't figure out uh, people that I've talked to that have been uh, uh, diagnosed with this. I'm still trying to figure out why they don't give them any medication or, tell, or just tell them to stay home or... I mean, what, what's the point? I mean, they wait five to seven days or three to five days to get the results. And then I've asked them, okay, well, and then do they give you something for the, the you know, 
after they tell you you have it, and they say no. They just tell us to go home and stay inside for 10 days. Well, what is it? I mean, are they just telling you to, that you have it just so that you know you have it? Or what is, the, what, is, what, is all, what is all this playing out that's going on? You know, what, what is everything happening? I'm say, I know it's very serious. There have been many that have, that have died from it. And, and my heart goes out to families. I don't want to downplay the, the effect that it's had on, on people's lives. I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm trying to get different perspectives about it so that I can gain understanding as far as discerning the times that we live in. As far as Christ is concerned. So I just want you to be encouraged about as long as you're right this way, there ain't nothing going to happen this way. Don't be so concerned about what you have. What you have doesn't really matter to, I mean, in the end, it's not going to matter to God and it's not going to matter to us. So be careful how much you're pursuing things and be careful how much you're pursuing God. And what you're doing as far as this kingdom is concerned. Does that make sense to anybody? I just had to share that because, like I say, I want to be relevant in the times that we're living in. I, I, don't, I don't want, you know, I see, I, I see a lot of fear. And fear tries to, fear tries to come in and, and grip me too. But in a different way. <laughs> you know? Is anybody coming to church today? Will anybody show up? Well, that's a fearful thing to me because uh, I'd sure hate to pass by this, this building and see it vacant. <laughs> but it's God's church. My responsibility is to give the word. Uh, and and um, I, was, I was listening to a video of Perry Stone the other day on YouTube, and he was talking about how how many churches are closing down in this time. And then I thought, well, who's going to get the word out? How does the word go? Is, is YouTube the new way of, what's accountability on, on live streaming? Is that really what God is wanting his church to be? I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I, it's important for us to get the word out. But I think that a lot of things that are happening right now are a lie from Satan. Beware, be careful. Uh, I would never lie to you. I would just, I'm, I, man, I pray a lot. So I want revelation from the Lord. And I want to know what's going on. We've been talking a lot about uh, really, you know, I had started a series again with the church's last stand. I believe that that's where we're at. We're at a place where the enemy is trying to infiltrate. He's trying to infiltrate and he's trying to distract and to destroy. And, uh, and, and really, God's wanting to build up. But God will build his church no matter what. It's a guarantee in his word too. As sure as that mark that we just read about is coming, God's church will rise up. But there's a refining taking place. So it's, it's, a, it's a serious time for us. And it's a time for us to, to stand up, to develop just, uh, you know, just endurance in, in, in what we're doing and where we're headed. Like I say, I have a lot, you know, the Lord just gave me a lot of stuff this morning, but, uh, but I'm just trying to figure out what, is, what I need to talk about. Because 
sometimes look, things look better out there than they do look in here. And, and the enemy wants to distract us with that. Uh, what I don't understand is I know that we all have to eat. I don't know of too many people that are not still going to stores. I run into everybody at Lowe's. <laughs> if I go to Walmart, I run into many, many people. Uh, uh, there's still a virus, uh, uh, the same virus at, at Walmart or potential for one that, that there is a potential in here. So there must be some type of a distraction that's really trying to pry God's people away from the God's house. Well, Walmart isn't less vulnerable than a church, <laughs> right? Amen. We have to eat. We have to do what we got to do. And, and there's a lot of fear, you know, just a lot of things that, that's being put out there. So, so be careful. Uh, <laughs> be careful. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hmm. Okay, Lord, here we go. Here we go again. Here we go again. Let's go to, let's go to Matthew 4. I've been talking about, uh, we've read this many, many times. I'll read it again. We've been talking about witchcraft in, in, uh, in church. Witchcraft that's, that's trying to infiltrate the, the house of God. And, uh, and I, uh, I got a, a, a phone call from a, a friend. I consider him almost even like a, you know, somebody that God put him, like a spiritual son in a way. But I got a call, and he tells me he was he was he he was kind of shook up. He's not a, he, I mean, you know, he's he he loves God. God is doing a work in him. You know, he's uh, I haven't seen him for a little bit. I talked to him from time to time, but he was shook up because he told me this lady started to tell me a lot of things. I went to do some work at her house, and she started speaking certain things over my life, and some of them were true. I don't understand. Is it God telling me this or, or, what, or what is it? So I started just kind of probing about what, what it was, you know, that he called me about. And the first word that came into my mind was witchcraft. He's from, from Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada. And, and uh, that's the first thing that came into my mind. And then he brought up, the, he brought up she, she told me a lot of things that were true. Uh, and, I, and I'm still confused about it, he said. And I said, well, what did she use there? What's going, you know, what, how did she tell you? What? He said it was, she called it counting numbers or tarot cards. And, uh, and, and, but it was, you know, how do you know that Satan can get it right sometimes? That's where the deception comes from. Satan can get it right sometimes. So I want you to beware about the things that are, that are trying to distract and, and, and you need to stand, even in your marriages, if, if there's one of you that might be wishy-washy in the faith, uh, and I'm talking to people that are watching via live stream or those that are going to, uh, man, you better stand no matter what. Well, somebody's got to take the lead. And, and, and it's time that people just start taking the lead because these are critical times. I don't know if Jesus is coming back tomorrow, do you? 
What's going to happen if this vaccine comes out? What do they tell you? <laughs> you can't buy or sell unless you get this vaccine. It's the law. Well, I'm just, I'm not uh, like a conspiracy theorist or anything like that because no matter what, I just, I wanted to play out God's way without man's thoughts being part of my thoughts. But there's those questions, right? What about, what if they do? What if this happens? What if you have to do this? What if, you, I mean, what are you going to, what are we going to do? Underground groceries? Well, I mean, you know, what are we going to, I remember they were over here, they used to, nobody sold liquor on Sundays before. All of a sudden that changed. There was a day that was sacred. No sports were played on Sundays with your kids. That changed. I mean, you know, uh, so, they, so people started bootlegging. You know, are we going to bootleg food? How are we going to survive? What, I mean, you know, uh, all these things are, are just questions. But here we are at a time, and it's time for us to rise up. And it's time for us to rise up in strength. And it's time for us to rise up in boldness. And it's time for us to hold on to the Lord. I know what I'm believing. I'm believing God's prophetic word for, for Tuesday night. And who I'm, who I'm uh, believing will stand for, for the values of this nation. Uh, but I'm also aware of the fact that there's no man that's going to lead us into, into anything. Uh, if God says, you know what? <laughs> uh, this has run out and this is starting. Well, he says it. But I'm going to tell you what, it's going to start sometime. Whether it starts now or not, it's going to start. So let's look at, let's be aware of the enemy scheme, schemes. Uh, then Jesus was led uh, by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to, come, uh, to become bread. Jesus answered, um, yeah, just imagine that, the temptation. <laughs> You're hungry. Tell, tell, uh, tell, you know, Satan's going to try and come in, and I'm telling you, he's already opening the door in many, in many ways, so he's going to try and come into many parts, because uh, uh, we're the target. The world is not the target. The world is already where it's at. We're the target. There's no time for... There's no time for rest as far as, as prayer. There's no time for retreat. There's no time for sabbatical as far as your Christianity is concerned. This is a serious time. And if you don't think it's serious, what would it be like if your children, because maybe you didn't make a stand in certain ways, ended up in, uh, separated from the Lord? There's a heaven and there's a hell. How, how many, how many, you know, how much do we, what do we think about the torment of hell and people getting, getting to that place? And, uh, you know, a, a young kid, a 14-year-old kid was telling me the other day and telling us he was crying and he was crying and, and he was crying more for those going to hell separated from Christ. And I never seen a 14-year-old kid cry like that before about that. He was concerned about his friends making it to heaven, but he was more concerned about people going to hell without Christ. And, and so, so he was, there was a, a sincere cry out, crying out from the heart, uh, you know, about these people. I mean, in, 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 in one, in, in, I mean we're, we're accountable for people making it to heaven as far as as far as what our influence or what the influence that God has given us or what he's destined in our lives or the, or the, 
the good works that he's predestined that we talk about in, in the book of Ephesians. But we're also accountable for those that aren't. If we didn't give a word, if we didn't, if we weren't making ourselves available, if we weren't where we needed to be as far as God is concerned, don't forget that he raised you up for such a time as this. This is, he saw you, Rebecca said it, on that cross he did see us. But he also saw that he, that he's entrusting us with this time that is so unsure. But he's not gonna, he doesn't want us to be unsure about what's going on either. We need to grab a hold of, of the fact and, and, and grab a hold of the Lord and know what is sure. What is sure to you and what is sure to me? So here was a, here, here's the temptation. He says, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw, your, down, uh, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very uh, high mountain and showed him the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. Uh, all this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels attended it, uh, uh, came to attend him. So, of course, he waited for an opportune time like he always does. But the temptation is there. And we say, oh, well, we're not getting tempted like that. But I'm telling you, the temptation is there to allow our uh, the structure of our faith to be weakened and shaken. The temptation is there not to submit to a godly authority. The temptation is there uh, uh, to pull ourselves away from accountability and authority and, and, and really, uh, uh, you know, this is even a greater temptation now that we can just watch through the, through. Uh, through tea, through our, our phones or our tea, however we watch, it's a greater temptation for the church to pull away from really the structure of what God has called and what God has set in place and make it a lot easier for us to stay in our homes and just do what everybody else is doing, robbing the very power of the spiritual gifting and the anointing of what God wants to pour out through his church because that's the only place where it can be displayed. It can be displayed without, but it's got to start within. If it's not starting within, then we got to question ourselves because it could be, remember, Satan's kingdom runs parallel. <laughs> Look at it. He's, he himself was right there. It runs parallel except all it is is counterfeit. It's a lie. But the lie presented as the truth is truth to some people. Look around us. So we need the purity of, of the anointing and the outpouring of, of what God wants to display through his church and through his people at this time that we live in. And if we're rejecting certain things about what God is doing, then we're opening up the door and, and maybe he can't access you but man, he can access your children, somebody you have authority over. You're supposed to be the patriarch of your family. So standing in itself is a very important thing. So 
you know, the enemy, the devil always has, he, he's, he's going around taking care of business all over the place. He's doing it. He's doing it all around us. He, look, I'm going to read some of this stuff. Satan's history predates man. He already knows. He already knows what our, what our weakness is. My, my weakness, uh, you know, if, if, I, if I stop praying, if I stop, uh, uh, you know, getting into the word, if I stop coming to church, he's going to try and come and tempt me with addiction, with pride, with all these things in my life because that's my downfall. But some of your downfall is materialism. Some of your downfall is, is money. Some of your downfall is success and pride. Whatever it may be, there is a downfall for each and every one of us that has, have pulled us away. But I'll tell you, the root of it is always pride. Who I am. And, and, I, and I know it. It's, I mean, we know what our weaknesses are. If we don't, then we're foolish. If I don't look into the mirror and say, okay, what is my, in my, weak, what is my weakness? Or look into the mirror of prayer and gain understanding on the things that I really have to be careful with. Then I, I'm a fool because I'm not, I'm, I'm not paying attention to the things that are trying to come and take me down. There's an enemy that's trying to take you down right now. And, 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 he, and he's doing a pretty good job of, of it in, in many ways. So his history predates man. He and his angels are the only beings who have experienced heaven, earth, and hell. These three places are familiar to him. He's walked the streets of heaven and he knows the suffering and the flames of hell. He does big business on earth. He is a prince and a leader. Huh? He, he's a prince and leader of men and devils are his servants. He, he has leadership qualities. The attention that we get, those temptations that come, those things that pull us away, even from, it's hard enough even getting plugged into a church anymore for many. And, and, and he wants to turn men into his servants, forsaking the order of what God has, the order of the things, the way that God does it. So he's looking for servants. He's busy tempting men to do evil. And he has lots of experience doing this. He, you know, he wants us to reject Christ in this time. To get to the place where we're rejecting God's system and embracing the world system. So as we're, as we're embracing the world system, then we're putting up a wall between us and God. So look, he's a spiritual character. A spiritual character can work through other agencies or directly on the human spirit. Satan infuses thoughts, makes suggestions, and he is very subtle about it. He tempted Eve to take the forbidden fruit. He put into David's mind to number Israel. He influenced Ananias and Sapphira to lie to God. He blinded Peter about the cross and the necessity of it. 
And Jesus told him, get thee behind me. What is the necessity? There's a necessity to, to really what, what, what Jesus did on that cross. What he wants to do even with us is promote divisions, promote confusions. He wants us to backbite, to fight. To, and he wants to set the, the, the church in turmoil so that we lose our effectiveness. And pretty soon we become ineffective and we're too busy looking within. And so he, 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 he plants those thoughts. Oh, well, look at this. Oh, well, what is, oh, oh, hmm. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. Look, ah, well, he's not doing this. They're not doing that. Why do, why do they get to do that? Why are they not doing that? I, do, I have too big of a workload in the church. I mean, he, he infuses these things. There have been many that have, that, that have been in ministry that, that have come and said, you know what? I think it's time to step out of this area of service. And I tell them, okay, <clears throat> if it's time to step out of that area of service, have you gotten somebody to fill your place? And what area of service are you entering into? Because if you're not in service in the house of God, really, you're not a threat to the enemy, so don't worry about it. But are you really saved? <laughs> so... So then uh, uh, he comes in and, and he says, okay, well, you know, uh, uh, you, now let somebody else take it. You've been in that part of the ministry long enough. But what's really happening, and he, he plays with our emotions and tells us, hey, you know what? It's time. You work too hard. You're doing too many things. Nobody else is helping. Nobody wants to help. A bunch of things. And then pretty soon after a while, I mean, what do I say? When somebody says, God told me to, what do you say? Oh, well, I'm going to start doing this. I got a job on Sundays. I got a this and that and the other. I'm, I'm not committed to one place, but I'm committed to many. I'm not submitted to one place, but, but I'm submitted to God. I'm not, you know. So people come to me, oh, well, uh, it's time for me to move on in, in, as far as service is concerned. Okay, what area are you going to fill in now? Oh, I really haven't thought about it. And then after a while, they're gone. There's several people have, have left. Uh, uh, you know, after a while, they leave their post, and, and they don't fill another post, so then pretty soon, they're not doing anything, and then pretty soon, they're divorced. Pretty soon, the enemy has access to their families. Pretty soon, there's two different standards coming in. Man, it's time for us to rise up and to stand up. This is our time to stand the enemy's a liar and he's ruthless. And he, all he knows is how, how to destroy and he's great at it. The enemy has greatness. Greatness in stealing, killing, and destroying. He's great at it. And it's up to us to, uh, to rise up and, and really see God is looking for champions right now. People, he's building champions, but it's going to take character, and it's going to take determination, prayer, and activity. With Prayer without activity is nothing. Faith without works is dead, 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 dead. And that's another lie from the enemy. Oh, well, you pray. You give a little something. It's not quite 10%. But you can still call it a tithe. <laughs> right now there's areas of obedience that God is dealing with. And, and it's not all about money. It's not all about the tithe. It's, not, it's all about submission and surrender 
to the Lord in all areas. So he's going to tighten up certain areas. It's coming. I mean, even what I said earlier about, I mean, what's going to happen? We don't know. At least, at least my eyes were open to, okay, what if this does happen about a vaccine? I'm not opposed to, again, you, I already got vaccinated as a kid. It's the tracking. Oh, well, they're not vaccinated. They can't buy any food. But, you know, I mean, the re- we don't want pretty soon to come to church and we're dropping. Uh, we'll need a bigger container, but toilet paper in it. There's, somebody said there was another shortage of toilet paper again. And there's not really a shortage, but just people are starting to freak out. Toilet paper, what in the world? I, who would have ever thought that that would have been something that freaked people out? I mean, that is strange. How in the world is that? Why, why should we be afraid not to have toilet paper? I mean, it's, it, can, it could it's be potentially a scary situation. Don't get me wrong, but. <laughs> oh, well, this is my guest room. Ah, no, man, where'd you get all that toilet paper from? <laughs> boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes. I yeah, I don't think Sam's will take it back. Well, maybe that's something we could trade with, huh? But anyways, you know, we just got to be careful with the things that, that, that the enemy is, is bringing in. He really wants, he, he, he's, I'm telling you what, this church has been hit by a lot of stuff. Right, Melissa? Right, Pastor? We've been hit hard because we're active. We're, we're very active. We've been hit hard, man. We put on, Angie was reminding us about it. One of the times when we did a, um, an outreach and, and, and how, you know, she got saved the next day here in church. Kim Walker was coming to bless our community and she was not going to charge us anything for her showing up here. And we had a community event planned. And the devils came in to destroy it. I'm ticked off at the enemy. I'm telling you the truth. So we've been hit very hard by many things, many, many things. But I I don't know, I can't remember uh, being hit as hard as we're being hit right now because of the fear that's, that's behind it and because of the enemy's schemes that's behind it. I can't remember how, but then I look at it worldwide. I look at it, you know, I look at California. I look at the preachers over there. I look, I look all around. I, you know, I have people, friends in different states. Okay, are, are they meeting in, are, are you meeting at church? No, we're not meeting at church. I'm like, well, where's the, where's the church? What is going on? And I'm not, you know, I, like I say, I'm not trying to downplay what's going on, but so the betrayal, Judas's betrayal came from the same poisonous source. The Bible says in Luke two three, Satan entered into Judas. There was an entry point. Can you believe this guy walked around laying hands on people and they were they were healed? And they were delivered from demonic forces and delivered from demon possession. And then not too long after that, Satan himself entered him. 
We can't allow to give any access to the enemy and we can't allow uh, Satan to take any access or any ground that God has already given us corporately and individually. If you allow him in, I'm telling you what, he's not just going to come in for, uh, for dessert. He's going to come in and he's going to want to take control. So today, <clears throat> I'm going to end it there, but it's important that we, that we understand the times that we live in. We're going to meet next Sunday. Invite somebody. Tell them that there's social distancing in it because there is now <laughs> more so than ever. But in one week from now, it's either going to be, there's going to be an election that has taken place. Um, again, the church has been hit hard. And there are those, uh, as far as Satan's instruments, that want to destroy the church. Why? Why? Because they want to control. And it's just they're being used by the enemy. So I myself am grateful. I have gratitude about being able to come to the house of God and to worship. I'm grateful to be able to come to the house of God and worship. But of course I'm very concerned. <laughs> because, you know, it's just very concerning in these times. So let's go to the Lord and pray, and then I'll open up the altar. Father, we know that there's certain things that are taking place and things that have to take place, God. So right now, Lord, as we are here, we're in this place, God, and we're not alone. You already showed yourself. You're here with us, God. You have not abandoned us. It must be all right to you. That we're getting together in this church if you're showing up. It must be all right, God. If you're still coming, why aren't we coming? So I pray, Lord God, that we would have a healthy gratitude, Lord. And again, a healthy fear of the Lord. And, and I understand the fear, but I pray that you would lift the fear off of the saints, Lord. Lift the fear off the saints of God. So I pray for this election right now, God. And I lift up this election to you, Lord. And I do pray, Lord God, that you would have mercy. Have mercy upon this nation, God. And place, uh, I'm going to pray it right away, Lord. Place the current president in there who stands for righteousness. That you would have mercy upon your church and your people, God. So I pray, Lord God, that you, Father, would see, Lord God, our cries out to you, Lord, as we express ourselves and say, God, have mercy, Lord. Forgive us for our, our wickedness, God. Forgive this nation for its iniquity, Lord. Forgive this nation for its rebellion. Forgive this nation for shaking its fist at you, Lord God, and allowing uh, 70 million babies to be slaughtered, God. Forgive this nation for passing laws that contradict what your word says, what truth says. Forgive this nation even for people that stand up and say they believe in you and that they're religious people, but yet 
they're far from you and their, uh, their ideas and their desires are those that, are, that destroy. They don't build a fence around a nation. They tear down the spiritual walls that you have placed upon this nation, Lord. So I ask you right now to have mercy and to, Father, I pray that you would place your anointing even upon us and give us influence, Lord. Let us enlarge our tent stakes, Lord God. I'm still believing, Lord God, that you're going to do something great, Lord, because I know that you've revealed yourself already in many ways, but there are greater things that you're going to do, God. So I know that you desire to have great people that have been empowered by you, Lord. So I pray that we would, those that, are, that, that you have called, Lord God, and I believe you called everybody, that we would have a desire for ministry, Lord. That, Father, that we would have a desire for service to you, Lord. Whether it's mopping a floor, whether it, whatever it is, wherever it, it needs to start out, God, let it start there. But, Father, as you're refining us the way you refined even David from when you initially called him, God. Whatever the trial is, Lord, let us push through. So I pray, God, that your church would never get comfortable again, God but that we would have a desire to push through, Lord God, to do your will, Lord, to see this battle through, God. We know there's a danger. We know there's an invitation that's going out, God. And those that have been invited to the wedding banquet, which are your own, Lord, I pray that they won't reject the invitation but I know that if we reject the invitation, you will bring people from the highways and the byways in to see this thing through, Lord. So we choose today to surrender to you. And we submit to you and we ask you to have your way in us. We pray that you would continue the move that you have already started in your house. Refine your bride, God, and prepare us for the things that are to come. In Jesus' name, amen. There's any of you that need to come to the...